Subscribe to Wondery Plus Kids in Apple Podcasts or Wondery Plus in the Wondery app to listen to Who's Amazing Life ad-free. From Wondery, I'm Cree Summer, and this is Who's Amazing Life. You've heard of people who changed the course of history, but before they made their mark on the world, they were people just like you and me, still figuring out what they wanted to do with their lives. On this episode, you will be that person everyone knows. You might be a musician, or an athlete, a scientist, or a painter. You may know what the person accomplished later in life, but now you can experience everything they faced along the way, from challenges and heartbreak to triumphs and excitement, all the moments that build this person into someone who would change the world. There will be clues to who you are, so pay attention, but only at the end will you find out who you are. So sit back and imagine your amazing life as the twin. Imagine, you're sitting on a hot metal bench, the California sun beating onto your face. People all around you are cheering, but not for you. You're at your older brother's soccer game, and you're bored. Your town doesn't have a soccer team for girls, so every week you find yourself stuck on the sidelines watching the boys play. You turn to your sister, Rachel, who's sitting between you and your parents. You want to race me to the swing set? Nah, I want to watch the game. Really? Rach is more than a sister. She's your twin. Your partner's in crime. Even when you're usually the one starting trouble. Why is she so happy to be watching when it's so much more fun to be doing? Just then you see something hidden away in the shade under the stands. A soccer ball. You look around to see if anyone is paying attention. Everyone's eyes are glued to the field. So, you crawl under the bleachers. Hey, Rach, over here. You hold up the ball so she can see it. Want to play? Her eyes go wide as she nods. That's more like it. You and Rach sprint over to a grassy area next to the soccer field. The two of you kick the ball back and forth to each other as you run up and down the sideline. You've been watching your brother and his teammates do this every week, and it's trickier than it looks. But after a few minutes, you realize you're already getting better at it. You and Rach move further apart. Still, you get the ball to her every time, and she kicks it right back. The two of you are laughing and sweating and breathing hard. This is fun. Your brother's game is over. You can see your mom and dad waving to you that it's time to go. But as you and Rach run back to them, the coach from the other team stops you. So, what team do you girls play for? Your sister steps forward to answer. None. There is no girls' team. Well, there's a boys' team with players your age, and they could really use you. Really? You and Rach look at one another. She looks as excited as you feel. We can do that? 
The coach shrugs. Sure, you're both really good. Your mom is waiting for you when you get back to your minivan. Mom, you won't believe what happened. You tell your parents about the coach's offer. They think it sounds like a great idea. You and Rach are the youngest in your big family. Sometimes there's so much going on in the house, it's hard to get noticed. But today, when you were out on that field, for the first time, you could imagine how nice it would be to have people paying attention to you. All you and Rach need is some training. Good thing there's someone in your house who can coach you. Your brother. A few days later after school, the three of you meet underneath the big oak tree in your backyard. You and Rach have brand new cleats that keep you from slipping on the lawn. Rach has her long hair tied back in a ponytail, but yours is cut short, just like your brother's. He set up two lines of small orange cones. He takes the ball and dribbles it with his feet, snaking around all the cones at lightning speed. See? Like this. Now your turn. You try to follow the same path, but you keep knocking the cones over. That's okay. All right, Rach, you try. Rach moves a little slower than you, but she doesn't knock over a single cone. You keep taking turns. Your sister is getting better, and it feels like you're getting worse. Ugh, I've done this a hundred times. Why can't I get it? It's okay. That one was really close. But you don't listen. Your face feels hot, and you don't want anyone, your twin, your big brother, even your parents to see you like this. You run inside the house and slam the bedroom door shut. Leave her alone. You can hear your mom through the door talking to your brother. You want to scream, but you have that lump in your throat and you know that no sound would come out. Why can't you do anything right? Why can't your body do the things you want it to do? She'll come out when she's ready. She always does. You pace back and forth, feeling your feet on the squishy carpet in your bedroom. You take deep breaths in and out until your face doesn't feel so hot anymore. Sometimes it takes minutes or even hours for the anger to fade away. But it always does. You head back out into the yard to see Rach still doing drills. She stops when she sees you. Are you ready to keep practicing? You nod. The two of you are twins, but in many ways you're completely different. She's cool as a cucumber about things that make you fly off the handle. But she understands you in a way no one else does. She passes the ball to you and smiles. Good. I need a partner for this move. When you and Rach play your first game with the boys' team, you learn something. You are really good players. In fact, you're better than most of the boys. Nice pass, Rach! Nice shot! Playing soccer with your sister is more fun than you ever imagined. But you and Rach are determined to get better. You push each other hard on the field. Come on, you had that! Because you want each other to be the best players you can be. Uh, how'd you manage to miss that? 
And somewhere in between the jabs and insults... Hey, there you go! Nice! Yeah, that's what I'm talking about! It starts to pay off. You and Rach have always been close, but now you're more than sisters. You're a team. Finally, that recess bell couldn't come soon enough. You didn't know what to expect for your first day of sixth grade, but it wasn't this. When did everyone get so tall? Why are you the only girl in sneakers? Sorry, coming through. Excuse me. Groups of students are gathered in the hallway laughing and chatting. You wander past them looking for your twin. You just want to find Rach and go play kickball. Soon enough, you see her head peeking up over the crowd. Wait up! You weave your way through the sea of bodies until you finally catch up to her. But she isn't alone. She's talking to a group of girls. They're all dressed in trendy outfits. Suddenly, you feel out of place in your brother's hand-me-down shorts and T-shirt. Rach says something. You can't hear what, since the hallway is so loud, but... (laughs) When did she become the funny one? That's your job. What are you guys laughing at? She doesn't answer you. Instead, she pulls you to her side. You all remember my sister, right? As everyone's eyes swing over to you, you wish you could melt into the space behind her. Just then, a group of boys runs past. Some of the girls turn to look. Is it just me, or did Jake get cute over the summer? Rachel giggles. Yeah, but not as cute as Kevin. Kevin and Jake are cute? Are you even supposed to notice things like that? You don't care what the boys look like. You just want to get out on the field with them. You tap Rach on the shoulder. Are we going to go play kickball? No, I don't want to. We're talking. She doesn't want to play? Who is this popular girl who thinks boys are cute? You don't recognize this version of your twin. Rach and the other girls start moving down the hallway. You trail behind, wondering if Rach would even notice if you started going in the other direction. Finally. You step out into the fresh air, feeling the sun on your face. This is perfect weather for a game. You've got to get out on that field. Surely Rachel want to join you. But when you turn to ask her, she and her new friends are gone. And you're all alone. It's hard to find your way in this new school. It's hard to feel like everyone has changed except for you. But... You keep your cool, you stay patient, and before long, you start to make friends. Slowly but surely, you feel more comfortable, even if you are a little sad that you and Rach are headed on different paths. But there's one place where the two of you still share the same passion. The soccer field. You and Rach are so good, now you play in an advanced girls league. The two of you never stop pushing each other to be your best. You always have your eyes open for new ways to get better. You and Rach love to watch professional soccer games together with incredible players like David Beckham and Cristiano Ronaldo. You'd be happy to watch the best women players too, but those games never seem to get airtime. 
Usually people don't pay much attention when girls play soccer. But there's something coming up that will be on TV, and you and Rach can't wait to watch. The World Cup. Shh, be quiet, this is it. Your whole family is squished onto the living room couch, eyes glued to the TV screen. Everyone goes silent, except for the occasional crunch of microwave popcorn. You're watching the Women's World Cup. All of the best soccer teams from around the world play each other in this one huge tournament. And this is the final match, U.S. versus China. Do you hear that crowd? They're in overtime, taking penalty kicks. Finally, it's Brandy Chastain's turn. Brandy is the standout star on the U.S. team, and you absolutely idolize her. Chastain will take it. And the USA could win the World Cup on this next kick. On screen, Brandy taps her cleats on the grass and takes a deep breath. You stare at the screen, holding your breath. Brandy runs towards the ball. Go! She did it! They won! Brandy falls to her knees, tears her shirt off, and throws her arms up in the air. The team runs over to her, jumping and screaming. You and Rach scream and jump up and down, hugging each other. This is the greatest game you've ever seen. Not just because the U.S. team won. There are 90,000 fans packed into that stadium. These women have captured the imagination of the world. Later that night, you and Rach are lying in your beds, trying to fall asleep. But it's impossible. You're both still buzzing from that game. Rachel sits up in her bed and turns to you. You think you'll play on that team someday? That'd be amazing. But I'm too small and definitely not fast enough. But somehow you always manage to score. That's true. You may not be big, but you never fail to bring your A-game. An idea pops into your head. You know what? I think we're both good enough that maybe we could still play in college. Huh. Maybe we get scholarships. Move away from here. We could even play on the same team. That would be amazing. You lie back down and stare at the ceiling with all the new possibilities swimming around in your brain. As high schoolers, you and Rach have different interests, but you still play soccer together every weekend. And all of those Saturday morning practices are starting to pay off. Talent scouts come to your games, and you and Rach both get offers to play at the University of Portland, together. Plus, you both get scholarships. You're going to attend college for free. That plan you dreamed of after watching the World Cup is actually happening. Soccer is your ticket out of your sleepy little town. And then, one day during your senior year of high school, the phone rings. Hello? Yes, that's me. The World Soccer Championships for players 19 and under is happening in Thailand this year. We want you to play for Team USA. Me? Oh, wow. Rach is nudging you, desperate to hear who you're talking to. 
You grab a pen and paper and write down the information. The tournament is the second weekend of November. November? You and Rach are supposed to be in college by then. Yeah, uh, yes, I can do that. I I won't miss it. Thank you. Rach looks at the date you scribbled down on paper. November? I I know. You never imagined playing soccer without Rach. But this... This is different. I... I think I have to go for it. You wait for your twin's reaction. This is a huge opportunity that you're taking without her. Is she going to be mad that you're breaking from your plan? Or angry that she's getting left behind? You stand quietly, looking at each other. And then... She throws her arms around you. I'm so proud of you. Of course she's proud of you. You're always proud of her too, on and off the field. Still, it's a relief to hear her say it. The idea of playing without Rach is scary. She's been your teammate for over a decade. But you know just how good you are. You're ready to try this on your own. Hey, grown-ups! Power up your family's playtime with the Nintendo Switch system, the home of Mario and Friends. Jump into the unexpected with Mario, Princess Peach, and more in Super Mario Bros. Wonder, or challenge each other to a race in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Go to Nintendo.com and browse the full lineup of Nintendo Switch systems. Additional accessories may be required for multiplayer mode. Games, system, and some accessories sold separately. Imagine. You step out of the locker room and onto the field. It's been a year and a half since the tournament in Thailand. You've worn a lot of jerseys over the years, but none quite like this. This is your Team USA jersey. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Right now, the stands are empty, but soon they'll be flooded with people and the sound will be deafening. This stadium is the largest you've ever played. You've never felt so small. You're surrounded as a rush of players charge onto the field, kicking up grass behind them. Start with laps. You break into a jog and fall in line with your new teammates. It's your very first day of training. And even though it's just practice, you're giving it 110%. The tournament in Thailand was only the beginning. After that, you returned to play for the University of Portland and became their top scoring player. After just one year of college, you've become such a standout player that the U.S. women's national team invited you to join their roster. If you can prove yourself in practice, then maybe you can earn a spot in an actual game. How you feeling? Christine Lilly runs up alongside you, and you have to remind your feet to keep moving forward. Christine is one of the players you watched on TV during the 1999 World Cup. Not so long ago, you had a poster of her hanging on your bedroom wall. And now, she's your teammate. I'm keeping up, thanks. Just find your place and stick with it. Got it. And remember, have fun. 
the veteran players break away from the laps and start maneuvering through the orange cones lined up on the field. It's just like the drills you used to run with Rach and your brother under the oak tree in your backyard. You get to the front of the line and take a deep breath. You take the ball and do your best to copy what you've seen all of the other players do. You catch on. Drill after drill, you keep up. As the months progress, you get to play in a few games alongside the greatest players in the world. It's becoming more and more clear that you just might get picked to play in the next World Cup. Maybe even the Olympics. All you have to do is keep practicing, learning, and trusting yourself. A few months later, there's a break in the schedule for the national team. Now you're back playing with your college team. It's been a crazy year jumping back and forth between these different teams, but you couldn't be happier. A teammate runs over to you right as the game is about to begin. Happy to be back? You listen to the crowd getting louder and louder. This is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Compared to national games, this will be a breeze. You spot Rach in her position. She waves and you wave back. It's great to be back on the field with her, even if you don't see each other as much as you used to. The game begins, and you're loving every second of it. That is, until the end of the first half. An opposing team player is running down the field, and you can see she's about to pass. You charge forward to block her, when all of a sudden, you collapse on the ground. You try to stand, but your leg buckles. Something weird is going on with your knee. Your coach runs out onto the field. You wave him off. I'm fine, coach. It doesn't even hurt. You used to get mad when you got injured, but you've grown out of that. These days, you're much better at keeping your cool. Are you sure? You went down hard. I'm okay. See? You get to your feet and try to take a few steps, but... Whoa! I don't think so. Let me help you. He holds you steady as you limp over to the sidelines. You're a little shaken, but you can hardly feel any pain in your knee. You're sure it's no big deal and you'll be back on the field in no time. Except it is a big deal. You've torn your ACL. It's a sports injury that happens to a lot of players, but that doesn't make it any easier. You'll need surgery and then months and months of physical therapy to get back in playing shape. The part that hurts most, though, is you'll miss the World Cup. You start physical therapy, and it's hard. Months pass. It's the longest you've gone without playing since you first kicked a soccer ball at six years old. Lately, when you think about everything you're missing out on, you feel your body tense up and your face gets warm. It's getting harder and harder to keep your cool. One day, you've had enough. You show up to practice. When your coach sees you, his jaw drops. Take a seat. I'm not here to watch. I'm ready to play. Coach looks at you in disbelief. You still have months of physical therapy left to do. Practice is physical therapy. 
coach shakes his head. You need to rest and be patient. I don't want to rest. I want to play. You know you're getting defensive, so you pause. You take a deep breath. You're serious about this. You're not going to let your anger get the best of you. Please, coach, I've got to get out there. I won't push myself too hard. You bounce on your toes, ready to run onto the field as soon as coach gives you the go-ahead. Fine, but as soon as you feel something, anything is off, you come right back and sit this one out. You bolt out onto the field. A feeling of joy washes over you for the first time in months. You're back home. You power through practice, and coach agrees to let you play the next game. Only, it doesn't go very well. Before the first half is even over, you're totally wiped out. And then at practice a few days later, it happens again. You get that same feeling in your knee, and you fall to the ground. You don't feel any pain, just anger exploding inside of you. You should have been more patient, and now there's a good chance you'll never get to play soccer again. Five days later, you wake up in a hospital bed, after your surgery. You hate that beeping sound, the way it keeps going like an alarm someone forgot to turn off. Think we'll get to be knee brace twins, too? It's Rach, sitting in a chair beside your bed. She points to the bandage on her leg. She's recovering from her own torn ACL. You shake your head. We can't even get different injuries. Rach laughs, and you try to smile, but it's hard. Plenty of players never recover from a torn ACL. You know, you might have played your last game of soccer. I shouldn't have pushed myself so hard. I should have waited. Rach leans in towards you. Remember when you'd get angry as a kid? You'd scream and cry and shut yourself in your room. And once you'd calmed yourself down and figured out how to feel better, you'd open the door and move on. You nod. You always handled your problems on your own. You're doing the same thing now. You're trying to shut everyone else out and blame yourself. But I know you. You'll get through this injury and you'll come back out of your room. You'll be ready to play again. I don't know, Rach. I don't know if I can do it. It all just feels so big. Rach nods and puts her hand on your shoulder. What if we do it together? You turn to her, not sure what she means. We both need physical therapy right now. So... Let's do it together. We can push each other just like we used to. You tried doing physical therapy alone once, and here you are. Maybe this time it would be better to have Rach with you. You ready to do this, or are you done? You know this is going to be harder than anything you've ever experienced before. Rach knows it too. But maybe you can do it. You and Rach may be traveling on different paths now, 
but you still have each other's backs no matter what. You turn to Rach and look her in the eye. I'm not done yet. After completing physical therapy, for real this time, you return to professional soccer. You and the rest of the U.S. women's national team take gold at the 2012 London Olympics. And in 2015, you win your first FIFA Women's World Cup. In 2019, you win again, this time as co-captain. With your short hair, whether pink, purple, or platinum blonde, you're not afraid to be yourself or to speak up for what you believe in. You fight for equal pay for women in sports. And as a gay athlete, you advocate for LGBTQ equality. You raise your voice when people aren't treated the same because of the color of their skin, or who they love, or what gender they are. And Rachel continues to be right there with you. She doesn't pursue a pro career in sports, but eventually you open a soccer training clinic for kids, together. The most important lesson you teach those kids? Have fun and be kind, on and off the field. There's six of us in our family. Um, although I'm a twin, I definitely claim the youngest. And they're the people that I trust and love the most. They're the backbone that I always go back to. You are Megan Rapino. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Who's Amazing Life ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus Kids and Apple Podcasts. Grown-ups, before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. From Wondery, this is Who's Amazing Life. This episode contains reenactments and dramatized details. While we can't know exactly what was said, we use many sources when researching our stories including biographies, documentaries, articles, and interviews. If you'd like to learn more about Megan Rapino, we recommend her memoir, One Life. I'm your host, Cree Summer. This episode was written by McKaylee Morin, sound designed by Kyle Randall, additional audio assistance by Sergio Enriquez, produced by Dave Schilling, Jennifer Klein, and Matt Almos. Our executive producers are Jenny Lauer-Beckman, Stephanie Jens, and Marshall Louie for Wondery. Wondery.